Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Just climb down, baby. Per capita export value. Libraries. Chris, are you embarrassed by your behavior today? There's, there's a lot of bleeding hearts around. Do you have the fortitude or the gonads to stand up and come across here and say that to me, you son of a bitch? Just watch me. He certainly went too far, Mr. Speaker, when he st- I saw him stick his tongue out. Contemptuous. Disregard. More than a slab of bacon talking here. The disappointment you also feel is my responsibility. I lost my temper. What is the nature of your thoughts? The word was F-A-R-T. Welcome to another terrifyingly exciting episode of Canadian Politics is Boring. My name is Jesse Harley, and with me is the... Um, you sound uh, like you've got a respiratory illness. I have a what? A respiratory illness? Yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to be ASMR, man. Do little taps on the microphone. Like, no, you don't need to. It's fine. There's no one of those shows. I'd like, I, my name is Reese. This is Jesse. This is Canadian Volux. It's boring. You wanted me to, I am no, an, you asked me I to am, do the intro. I, but I'm, I'm doing the intro. Well, you no, fucked no, it up. I, so didn't fu- I was doing a great intro. It was great. People love my ASMR. They love it. No, they don't. Most people. They love it. Most people hate it. Okay, right, fine. Just just do a normal intro. I'm Reese. This is Jesse. That's my we talk again, about you let politics. Me, let me do the intro. Okay. Well, you just ruined it. You ruined it now. You'd make it this intro last so long, we're not going to have any time for STDs. <laughs> Small talk dimension. Okay, fine. Hi, I'm Jesse. This is Reese. This is Canadian politics. Boring, I guess. Whatever. 
<sighs> Thanks for joining us for, you know, some, something fine, I guess. All right. This is a this is gonna be a fun episode, uh-huh. Jesse. Uh, well, we should we do small some small talk first. Some STD zones. STD zones. Yep. Small um, talk dimension zone. Small talk dimension zone. <clears throat> that um, was great. <laughs> we should you. do that more often. <laughs> so, uh, what have I been doing? Re- I I filled the pool up. Did it? Uh, I filled the pool up with what? Water. Okay. A, tr- a, man, a lovely, checking. a lovely man. In a, could have in been. A big you didn't specify. Water. It could have been anything. You could have filled the pool up with raw chicken. Piss. I mean, that's gross. Yeah. Sure um, but no, it's, it's full of. Um, it's not full of piss and chicken. It's full <laughs> of delicious clean water. Um, I've got my delicious. P- I've got the pH balance perfectly. There's chlorine in there. You can go in the pool. You can cool off. Um, and the pool is wonderful. Great, nice. I'm in a pool. It's, I mean, it's not a fancy pool. It was like five hundred dollars from Canadian Tire. Um, well, but that's, I mean, that's that's a fancy pool from Canadian Tire. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those twenty dollar plastic ones. Yeah, <laughs> me led on my back trying to. Submerge. And all the water rushes Still out beside you. <laughs> the hydro displacement means the water will fill out. Um, so anyway, uh, uh, that, and that's been great. That's my small talk is how much fun it is to have a a, a 12-foot circular pool that is full of water nice. that is colder than the air um, to right. cool your body off. I mean, that's kind of... Rosie won't go in. She doesn't really? like ladders. She doesn't like... Dogs don't do ladders. Oh, right. Yeah, so but You could just throw her in the water. That's technically uh, abuse and deeply cruel to dogs. Don't throw dogs in swimming pools unwillingly. Don't listen. Don't be, don't be like Jesse. Love animals. Love I, all living I things. I do. I just want them to love how to swim. Love swimming. Love swim. Yeah. Swim. How about you? Enough, enough about animal love cruelty. Swim. What have you been up to? <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think you just answered your own question. Just beating, beating animals to death. That's all. That's, that's, that's cool. Fun. Great. What yeah, kind yeah. of animals? Mammals? <laughs> Cold-blooded animals? Dolphins. Um, some, uh, some raccoons. Some calls. Uh, okay, is, this, this, is, is, <laughs> this is getting weird. <laughs> this sounds like some kind of confession. <laughs> uh, I haven't. I mean, you're back in the city. What's, back like, what's, the, what's it like being back in the city, having lived on an island off the coast for um, seven months? Right. Yeah. So uh, I kind of fallen back into my old routine. You know, cocaine. Um, lots of coke. Yeah, lots of casino. Coke. Hanging Just, around the casino with some hookers who are over the age of fifty. Right. You know me so well. Yeah, I, yeah. Mainly because you were there with us, but like that's that's because <laughs> I work at the casino, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> can't believe you let me in. <laughs> I saw the casino has got um, a, uh, a Las Vegas buffet night that I expect will be terrible, but I really want to go. I've been to the casino buffet. This is years ago. This is like a decade ago, and it was for it was like this. Actually, no, it wasn't. A, it was a type of buffet, but it was not the buffet that they have now. This is about I'm going to say 15, 20 years ago. It was just like buttered bread. It was the saddest. Sliced ham. No, it was the slight, saddest thing. It was for poker. It was a poker room, right? And you'd walk in, and it was kind of this like white, kind of like office room with like a flickering fluorescent bulb overhead. And we're all it Sounds playing. a lot like the Bellagio. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and the MGM Grand, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it was just sad. And then like, I don't know if there was a, like someone rang a bell, and then they just brought this tray 
in and the tray <laughs> dinner time. Come and get your dinner. <laughs> and they brought this tray in. It was just and everyone just kind of lined up with plastic plates and forks. And it was like literally bringing out a trough. Sounds, sounds more like a low budget wedding. Than I like was so gross. It was stuff, really sad. And I was about to get some food. I might have got some food, but then it was around that time. I was like, this is the saddest thing I've ever done, and I had to leave. And they've upgraded the buffet significantly I've, I've, since I've then. I've been to Vegas buffets. Oh, you have? And um, I mean, it's incredibly wasteful. I stayed in Circus Circus. Of all the casinos, I had to stay in Circus Circus because of fear and loathing in Las Vegas because of that movie. Okay. I refused to stay in any other casino. Um, <laughs> f- and that was it. That was based on how, that's how I make my choices in life. <laughs> so, that's my race. That's good. I, I did the buffet. It was good. Although I was there at the buffet and then I turned, I bumped into someone and to my, to my right hand side was a bride in her wedding dress also at the buffet with me. And there was me in like board shorts and like a... A stained, sweaty T-shirt because I was in Vegas. Go, to whoever, congratulations! My... <laughs> uh, now pass me a bread roll. <laughs> to my future wife, whoever you are, uh, just know this: uh, you lucky, lucky woman. When we get married, we are going straight to the buffet at the casino, Circus Circus Casino. Mm-mm. Just, just I know you're going to want that, so that's already yeah. planned and ahead of time. Enough about wedding planning for your future hypothetical wedding that may or may not happen in Vegas. This is a politics show. Hypothetical, yeah. Jesse, um, this episode is called Drag Queens and Death Threats. Oh, this is going to be depressing. No, it's not. It's okay. It's, it's, all right. So okay. Have you seen, have you seen all the controversy you. over drag? Have you heard of Drag Queen Storytime? Drag Queen Storytime? Yes. No, but it sounds fun. So it's drag queens in libraries reading stories about acceptance and just positive life skills to kids. Totally age appropriate. I've never heard that. That sounds fun. So it's been happening for years in a lot of libraries. Um, but I did not know that. Because because somehow so many people collectively have banged their heads into a, some kind of steel pipe and got less intelligent, <laughs> there's currently this trend of, of, of trying to shut down uh, drag queen story time because it, they believe it's indoctrination of young kids. Indoctrinating um, in what? to like LGBTQ lifestyles from a young age, even though it's just a drag queen reading nice stories to kids in a library. Oh my God. Nothing to do with gender or sexuality. It's just stories. Right. Of life, life lessons read by someone who is a professional performer who knows how to talk to kids in an entertaining way. Uh, this doesn't surprise me, honestly. It's, you know. So um, Montreal's Saint Laurent. One more time. Saint Laurent. Or as I would say, St. Laurent Borough pulls plug on drag queen story time for kids. So this is a CBC News article from July uh, this year. Um, a well-known television personality drag queen, Bar- uh, Barbada de Barbed Bardez, says a Montreal borough has cancelled her upcoming story time event for children at its local library with little explanation. Um, the... The, they read uplifting stories to kids across Quebec, and they've been doing it for five years. And the stories that send to the message to kids that it's okay to be different, which is a good message. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the first time... And their parents are like, no, it's no, not! No, 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 but the parents like it. The parents take have been taking their kids there for five years. So who's who's against this? So um, the mayor has asked um, uh, Babada to come in person and explain what she does during Drag Hour story time and to, to, to reassure the mayor that it's not, uh, that is appropriate to the kids. And this is because, um, so th- this is a quote from the mayor, we are mainly concerned about the subjects that will be discussed at, at the Bar- at Barbada's story time event, said the mayor. Um, so 
the idea is that um, that well, what what has happened basically is that a lot of library dozens of libraries do it across Canada from St John to Victoria, um, and they've been getting death threats to the libraries for the staff from people. <sighs> what? Um, so the the mayor has has kind of gone. Oh, well, stop! We better stop this. I don't know whether like, I don't know whether, saying, whether they believe it or whether it's about hold, safety for the on. staff. Wait a second. You're saying letters are being sent. Well, uh, hang on, let me... What are these death threats in the form of? uh, In the comments, library staff, uh, among other things, were accused of assisting pedophiles and were threatened with lawsuits. Their personal information was also circulated online. This is library staff who work in the library when it's happening. Um, So it's just like people passing by yelling at them sort of thing? No, it's like online. They're sharing the personal details of people at the library. They're accusing them of of, of assisting pedophiles because... If you're that stupid, someone who's a drag queen somehow is right. automatically a pedophile. Yeah, that's so stupid. Um, stupid. And they received worrisome threats uh, by email and also that sometimes some people, I, I don't know, I know that in the US people have been physically protesting those events when they happen, like turning up with signs and, and that kind of thing too. I mean, that doesn't surprise me. It's the US. <laughs> um, and Montreal police decided to, to, to patrol an event in June because it went n- nothing happened, but because of these death threats and these threats from people, they thought they needed a police presence. <laughs> Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It just seems to be a new thing that has come out because, again, like I said, people have collectively banged their heads on something and got more stupid. <laughs> Other people's heads. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> so so the, the books they read are things like The Crocodile Who Didn't Like Water by Gemma Marino. But what, um, what, is, what is he swimming? It's a, it's a story about a crocodile who's afraid of water but gets coaxed into swimming. Finally, the crocodile tries one last time to swim, swim almost drowns, later sneezes and breathes fire, discovering it's not a crocodile after all. It's a dragon. So that's the, the reading those... I mean, you know, would you write a death threat if you knew that you had a kid that was being read that story? No, I want to hear the story. I want It sounds like a, sounds delightful. I'd read that at my kids. Like the prequel to Trogdor. Trogdor! <laughs> <laughs> And then the story, uh, the, the crocodile, the, the crocodile then goes into a mountain, sleeps on a big pile of gold, and is eventually slayed by a hobbit. Um, I, made, I made that bit up. <laughs> oh, I like that. that and also good. the hobbit didn't slay it, it was a man with a boom. <laughs> uh, <so, laughs> 
for all you Tolkien purists. That's true, it was. Yeah. <laughs> um, where where was this man on the bow, Reese? With the bow? River Riverville Town? River Town? I think it was Lake Town? Lake Town. I think it was Lake Town. Anyway. Why, how have we deviated to uh, small, small characters in Lord, Lord of the, of the Rings? Rings. From he was not a small character. He was a small character. He was a small character. But he was an important character. He was an important character. It was, they didn't, for some reason, they didn't have, yeah. Why we, we, I don't know why we've, <laughs> we've really lost it. So, but, but also, and, and, and the, the, the people who do these, they say, yes, we are drag acts. We have adult shows where we make saucy, innuendo-ridden mm-hmm. jokes to adult audiences in pubs and bars. But we're also adults who understand, have children and relatives who are kids how to talk to children <laughs> in an appropriate way. So your dad was a comedian. He had jokes for you when you were kids and jokes for kids, but he also good. had jokes for adults too. No, well, he also would wake me and my brother up uh, when we were kids or teenagers or whatever and and like wake us up and tell us a joke that he had come up with to test it on us as if we were her, his market, which we weren't, and the jokes were awful. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. So I don't know where you're going with that, but that's not but, wasn't the case for us. But also the other the other thing that it made me think of was people talk about. Can I like, can I can I tell you one of my father's favorite jokes? Yeah, go he for would, it. He would tell it all the time as if we hadn't heard it over and over again. Did you laugh and pretend you had heard it? Or would you tell him you'd already heard it? I think I'd laugh because like I find everything funny and okay. I have a horrible memory. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> what's the difference between mashed potato and pea soup? I don't know. Anyone can mash potatoes. It's <laughs> a good joke, right? He loved it. Yeah, it's a good joke. <laughs> um, so, an appropriate was that? Is that appropriate for kids? I, I mean, think I kids think love those kind of jokes. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, they do. Anything, any toilet humor, they love it. Just don't use the word shit. Rosie is staring at me with dark, dull, dead eyes. She's just sleeping. Leave her alone. Um, She's so, not sleeping. Just staring so right at me. If there's people writing those death threats. I, I was thinking about their state of mind. So it's perfectly innocent. Adults reading to kids in an appropriate way. Stories that are appropriate. If only they knew about pantomime. Have you heard of the British tradition of pantomime? I mean, is that like miming? No. So pantomimes are, it's like really colorful theater for kids where people oh. are big, wearing big costumes and there's stories like Jack and the Beanstalk or Aladdin. It happens every Christmas in the UK. It's, it dates back to the 1500s. It's like kind of the old old kind of um, vaudeville theater where people, everyone goes to the theater and there's a big funny show and it's aimed at kids. I used to go as a kid. Um, my kids have been when we still lived in the UK. And what happens is you have uh, celebrities, like in the UK, celebrities will do panto season where they will be cast as Aladdin or Jack in Jack and the Beanstalk. Um, and you'll have like sports stars and they they basically, they can't act, but it's just fun. And they read the script and everyone's joking and there's audience part- participation. And one of the main features of a pantomime is the the pantomime dame, which is a man in drag. Who, who oh, plays a female character? Okay, and and that like hundreds of years old tradition. Um, and when you talk about appropriateness, the thing with pantomime dames is that they make jokes that go over the kids' heads, but that are dirty jokes for the parents in the audience. Oh, to that's clever. So there's two lines of, of comedy going on at the same time. There's, right. look, kids, it's bright and colorful, and I hit him on the head with a hammer, and it was made of foam, and everything's fine. Meanwhile, dirty jokes for the for the adults and the kids who maybe their parents let them watch TV whenever they want and don't 
pay attention <laughs> to what they're watching. Um, and like an example of the joke. Oh, good. <laughs> a good example of the joke. So um, there's uh, Dick Whittington is one of the stories, uh, is one of the, the plays that they do. And one of the jokes is, um, and this, this is a joke used by Christopher Biggins, who is a, a, pan, a panto veteran. He's been playing like panto dames for for decades and he's always like the if they if they're going to talk about panto on the news they'll interview him um and the line is uh it's about dick whittington and, it, and the line uh, is uh it's nearly midnight and still no sign of dick <laughs> which obviously for the kids like the kids yeah, are yeah. like okay this is this is an important <laughs> this is important storytelling this is exposition that is going to take me to the next stage of this story right the parents are laughing because he just made a dick joke right okay <laughs> so I would all those people making death threats. If they went to the UK at Christmas time and saw how many like schools will take, I they would you can go with your class from school. They would do it as like a class excursion. Like if they went over there, they would like have a heart attack, right? At the sheer volume of pedophiles yeah, everywhere. Just just people making just, dirty <laughs> jokes for over, going over <laughs> so the heads many of the pedophiles. Kids, yeah. just, and, the, <laughs> and the parents are like, oh my god, this is so funny. And do you know what's funnier? I'm 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 getting to enjoy dirty jokes with my kids sat next to me. They don't understand. They're just having a good time. They're gonna throw up because they've had so much like sugar and popcorn. This is a good time. So that's um, your that's your solution just, to to stopping the death threats is to take those people put them on a boat put them over to to britain bring them to britain and show them pantomime make them sit through a pantomime make with, them yeah and then yeah, what they see and 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 uh, watch them kind of like just their heads explode because everyone's having a good time there's kids in the room there are dirty jokes the kids don't get them it doesn't matter i love it i'm with this <laughs> I'm down, but it was yeah. It's fucking, a, this is fucking sorry. This is a fucking stupid episode. It just drives me mad that people are so that there are stupid people out there doing stupid things angrily. No, it's just that they they send in death. It's, threats. I mean, this is a new thing. No, no, no. no. It's really... just that the death threats and sharing people's personal information online is is such a dick move. I just online people turn into weird, vicious monsters online. Weird, weird, weird monsters. They do. It's weird. Have you been on chat roulette again? The dicks are everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> just don't go on there. Man. Just don't. Uh, so anyway, so maybe if, I'll, maybe I'll meet a nice woman and have a nice chat. There's a penis. It just doesn't. Yeah, just go. Yeah. don't go on chat. So uh, my my call to action is just go and support your local drag queen story time. I mean, I don't show think them. Show them has a drag queen story time. We'll find one. We'll start one. Start one. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Just, just yeah. have fun. Do it. Just you know what? Start one for your own children. Just just dress and drag without your family knowing, and then like call your family with your children and your spouse into the next room, surprise them with your in drag. Describing Mrs. Doubtfire, yeah, <laughs> except Mrs. Doubtfire with dick jokes right? <laughs> <laughs> that the kids don't get. So if you've got really stupid kids who don't understand dick jokes that you're giving to your spouse, this is the perfect. I think this is a great plan. This is wonderful. No, I, I, I don't think you should make dick jokes around your kids. No, leave jokes, leave it to a professional in a pantomime in Britain. That's okay. what I say. Oh, leave, leave the dick they've, jokes. They've, they've had decades to perfect Did those, you just say leave dick. the dick jokes to the professionals? Is that yeah. <laughs> they've perfected them over decades. <laughs> perfected dick jokes, yeah. <laughs> Barry, what do you do? Well, I wake up first thing in the morning and I get my pen and paper. I have my coffee and, uh, and it's time to write, really. I do a nice little bit of yoga um, while thinking about uh, what I have to write. and uh, But I, I really, I settle down in my leather chair and I have a little dram of whiskey and I, I, I stoke the fire. And then I, well, I think of some dick jokes. Some And they're, you know what? At first, they're no good. 
Uh, and I, I usually toss those out and I, I, I read them to my wife and, and she's threatened to leave me a few times after these, but... Um, Unless the caliber of your dick jokes improve. Right, exactly. So that's what kind of keeps me, keeps me going. Um, but don't worry, I am a professional. This is what I've been doing for, for many years. <laughs> the quest for the perfect dick joke. <laughs> And there we have our title for the episode. Yeah, yeah. No, it's Drag Queens and Drag... I've already got a... We don't need a different titles. <laughs> I worked hard on that one. What can people expect for next episode, Reese? Um, I'm just trying to find it because I knew you were going to go to that. The, okay, so this is a... The next one's going to be historical. It's all about... Is it? Is it? Is it? What number is next episode? Next episode is... We did one Saturday. Next episode's going to be our 100th episode. No. 200th episode. There you go. I was almost there. <laughs> Double it. Um, so the next episode is our 200th episode. So Yay! For our 200th episode, I was going to come back to our first episode. We talked about Johnny McDonald. Oh, we're going back to... Our like second Johnny. episode, our, our second 100th episode, we are going to go back to Johnny McDonald again. To the OG Mac. The OG Mac, the uh, the genocidal maniac that we all love, John A. McDonald. All right, I'm looking forward and to I it. I say we all love. That is if you are new to this show rapidly and rapidly unloved, and if you'd like to hear our 200th episode, uh, please click that subscribe button on whatever podcast app you're currently listening to. If you're not listening to it on an app, then you can uh, find us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or wherever, and that way you get notified when we come out next week and you can join us for that Fun we should, stuff. We should do a big part. We should do well, obviously a big party. We should have like I don't know, be a drink, some food. Do I'm down for this? Totally. Let's, Let's do, do it. it. Yeah. Do it. Oh my god. No, like for sure. Like Let's, don't just tease should. me with this. No, shit. no, we should. We should have a, okay. a, a mild party. A mild. Do you want to do on? Do you want to go online? You want? You never do. You know. You don't like doing online stuff like live. No, shows. I don't want to go online. You don't like live. No shows. live What's stream. What's wrong with you? It's so I'm much not a, fun. I'm not you a seventeen-year-old kid. You had so much fun last time we went live. Not a seventeen-year-old kid playing. Yeah, but it was so much fun. All the fun we had. It was, we, we talked for five hours. It was At hilarious the end, fun. We were in the middle of interviewing someone. I went, I'm tired. I might go home soon. Because it was five hours in. But it was really fun. I got home at 4 a.m. and my kids wake up at 6. Okay, so that might not have been so much fun. And what fun. was fun for you is a fucking nightmare for me. <laughs> fine. And then I got to carry on the rest of my week sleep deprived. Meanwhile, See, that's fun. Meanwhile. It's like the cheapest drug you can get. You sleep for three days and wake up and, and just, just try and work out where you are and everything's fine. <laughs> where am I today? <laughs> am I on the island or am I in the city? So yeah, we're going to talk about Johnny McDonald and we'll have a little bit of a party atmosphere, I think. Okay. 200 episodes. I want to see you drunk. I've never seen you drunk. Uh, I'm not allowed to get drunk because of uh, oh, right. immigration rules. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't get drunk till you I'm turn a into You turn into a monster on rum. That's right. No, a fun nightmare. A fun... <laughs> That's right. <laughs> a fun nightmare. A fun nightmare. All right. We'll see you guys next week for should... episode 200, uh, the, the Return of the Mac. The Return of Johnny McDonald. The Return um, of Johnny Mac. And it's, it's all about uh, dodgy voting. Oh, all right. I'm excited. All yeah. right. Cool. We will see you fuckers there. Thanks so much for tuning in and putting us in your ear holes. I'll and snug in there just the way you like it. And support your local drag story time. Yes, absolutely. Okay, Bye. Cool. Bye, everybody. We love you so much.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. 